Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Kyle W., and this is the Just for Today for October 10th, Consequences. Before we got clean, most of our actions were guided by impulse today. We are not locked into this type of thinking. Basic text, page 90. Ever been tempted to do something even when you knew the results would be disastrous? Ever thought about how much it was going to hurt to do what you were tempted to do, then proceeded to do it anyway? It is said that there are consequences to every action. Before we got clean, many of us simply didn't believe this, but now we know exactly what it means. When we act, we know there will be consequences to pay. No longer can we decide to do something in ignorance when we know full well that we won't like the price we'll have to pay. There's a prize and a price. It is okay to act despite the consequences if we're willing to pay the price, but there's always one to pay. Just for today, I will think about the consequences of my actions before I take them. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Destiny D. Hey, Destiny, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Douglas. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you can make it. So, Destiny, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and could you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, my clean date is August 9th, 2019. I go to meetings from New Orleans to Ponchatoulas, and I live in this little area. My home group, I'm going to give a shout out to We Do Recover on Wednesday nights at 7. All right. Wonderful. Thanks, Destiny. Uh, So we're going to transition to the just for today. Could you share your thoughts on consequences? Yeah, um, this is a great meditation. Um, I've definitely had some consequences in active addiction, and uh, I'm very grateful for those consequences because if it weren't for that, I wouldn't be in recovery today. from a, from a young age, I always wanted to be a rebel and uh, kept getting in trouble with the law and would never stop using. <clears throat> and finally, um, I got caught up with some bad people and um, actually was shot uh, like four and a half years ago. And um, then I, I got placed in drug court and I've I've been in trunk court uh, about three years and I, I'm about to finish. I've been a treatment three times, two uh, short term, and the last time was a long term treatment center. And that's that's definitely what I needed. And um, I, I, the chick that actually set me up and, you know, I feel like 
you know, is the reason that, you know, I'm in drug court. I, I was in rehab with her my first time and I told her, you know, thank you for, for doing what she did, even though, you know, some people might think it's messed up. I, I told her, thank you, because if it weren't for her, I'd never found recovery. I would have never known that there was another way of life. And, um, you know, like I, I've had like four months, five months, seven months clean and uh, kept relapsing. Relapse is definitely a part of my story. And I, I have so much sympathy for that addict that, that, you know, is trying to get it, you know, and, um, but, but this time, like my, my people in, in the Slidell area, they, they didn't give up on me and they kept, you know, reaching out to me and, um, my sponsor actually came all the way to New Orleans from Slidell to sponsor me. And, um, you know, I'm on my fourth step today, and there's just so much freedom in the steps that uh, I found, and just working a program, and I know I'm about to finish drug court, and that's when, like, the real, real deal, you know, test is going to start, because right now I'm held accountable and all that, but I try to go out of my way for my recovery. I go to New Orleans and Covington area to go to meetings because I don't want this to be just because drug courts telling me to do it I want to go that extra mile and for my recovery so whenever I get off of this I'll know like this is what I want like this is what I've been doing and I'm not I haven't been doing it because you know I'm court ordered or whatever I've been doing it because I want to and Yeah. So Destiny, let me let, let me ask you what um, could you tell us when your perspective changed from being um, upset about the consequences or trying to avoid the consequences? You know that whole perspective there. To you said something I think is really great um, that you're grateful for the consequences. They were the the setup to allow us to become desperate right desperate to get a day clean and desperate to be willing to do whatever it takes to get that day clean so so could you could you talk about when did that happen and and what was that process like to say oh okay you know what i can have this awareness now i'm really grateful for the 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 tough things that that's occurred well i remember when i first came in you know i i pretended like i wanted this i was like you know, I want to stay clean and, and da, da 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 to pass the time. But uh, in the back of my head, that reservation was always like, you know, whenever I get off drug court, you know, blah, 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 I'm going to, you know, try and just do this or just do that. But um, uh, it's, it, it's so hard to, to explain, but like, because they, they say that you never know when you're fully surrendered. Um, and I, I've been wondering that myself, but this last time in long-term treatment, whenever I kept seeing like older people in like their 40s, 50s, 60s coming in and out of treatment, and it's so hard for them to get it. I'm like, man, I do not want to be that age. Like I'm not trying to step on anybody that's that age trying to get it, you know, but I mean, I, I just didn't want to be that, that age trying to get it. And I just realized that I have so much more to offer 
and that my higher power didn't put me here, you know, to use for the rest of my life. And, you know, I didn't go through the stuff that I've been through to, to just keep on using over it. I, I need to share that and, and help the next person. So what have you, uh, yeah, and, and, and that's good. So, so what have you um, done this past year um, that's been different? Could, could you speak to that? So if we have some listeners who, who say, hey, Destiny, look, uh, that's my story. Four months relapse, five months relapse. And, and, and so if they're right there now, okay, and, and so you, now you have a year, um, what have you, you know, what had changed? Um, I literally, I literally surrendered. Like I literally did everything that, that they told me to do. I worked the steps. Like I, I went ham with the steps whenever I was in rehab. Uh, I made it to step four in my first five months in which like your, your whole time in there, you know, you have nothing to do, but to work on yourself. And I was in there for four and a half months and um, just diligently working and, and working an honest program and, and not trying to beat the system, not trying to get around people, just, you know, holding myself and others accountable. And that really followed me whenever I got out because, you know, now I can hold myself accountable. I remember my last meeting, because I only had one NA meeting, NA meeting that was like around the corner. It's called, uh, what can I do group in New Orleans? And, um, this one guy, uh, Mr. Jeffrey, he, I, I shared in the meeting, I was like, I'm not going to say that I'm going to be back because I always say that and I never come back. So I'm not going to say that. And then after the meeting, he told me, he was like, you know, we can, we can mean what we say today and we can do what we say we're going to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Like I always make excuses and stuff and uh, like, oh, I'm too tired to go to a meeting or, or this or that. But I mean, I, I just went and visited him this past Tuesday because one of my friends in Grace House um, just overdosed and, and died a few days mm. ago. And, you know, me and her were really close. And so I was like, man, let me let me go back to where I started, you know, and visit them people. Cause... But I just do what I say and I, I, I do what I say I'm going to do. And... And I try not to go too long without working my steps or calling my sponsor because I know it's all the stuff that I need. And I stay connected with the women because they really like I have like best friends in recovery today and they they we do like a gratitude list chain and each share our gratitude list every day because they say a grateful addict doesn't use and I'm trying not to use today. All right. So are you sponsoring anybody? You know, I just had that that talk with my sponsor, um, like if uh, I should start sponsoring because, you know, I'm on my fourth step and I got a little over a year clean and she's like, whenever you feel like you're ready, she's like, you know, I think you're ready. And so at the women's meeting, you know, the, at the end, they're like, if you're willing to sponsor other women, raise your hand. Well, now I'm, I'm going to raise my hand, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's kind of scary. Right, right. It's awesome though, you know, we become another link in the chain. It really is. And in my my life in recovery really opened up a lot. Um, 
when the, the, the first time I was carrying the message of somebody, I got clean in 2000 in Southwestern PA and, and I was definitely the youngest dude. I was 16 and I was the mm. youngest person, you know, by far. Right. And for, for years there, and it seemed like I, mean, I would try to carry the message of somebody. Right. And they'd be like, like you know, like get the fuck out of here type of look, you know? And then, uh, so I think I had maybe like seven or eight months clean and, um, and I was, and I was carrying the message of someone and they, they like looked at me and they nodded up and down, like they nodded their head up and down. Like they could identify what, you know, like I felt like I had something to give and, uh, and man, it lit a fire inside of me that hasn't died. Um, so I'm really excited for you, Destiny. I think that's going to be, you know, carry it, man. I had a sponsor who told me one time, look, sponsor them all and let, let the higher power sort them out, you know? So, uh, uh, yeah, so good for you. So, so, would you like to share with us anything um, that you feel is exciting coming up in your life now? You got a year. seems like I know um, you're getting off or, or cycling through drug court. That's about to, to be a chapter ending in your life and a new one beginning. Anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, well, I am excited to, to feel the need for, for women that, that the Slidell area does need women that can sponsor. Um, I just got a new job and that's only because of the program because, you know, I worked at a fast food chain. I'm not going to like throw them under the bus, but I was, I was pretty miserable, you know, um, was using going on there. And, um, now I, I clean houses and it's only because of, you know, my friend in the program that she you know, got me hooked up with this person and my boss is also in recovery. And so it's just such a positive environment. And, um, I, I really like what I do and I want to go, I want to start going back to school. I always said that I would do that after drug court. And so next semester I plan on going back to college and, uh, I really want to be a vet tech one day. I love animals. And, um, you know, I'm just going to keep coming back. Yeah, that's right. It gets greater later. That's what I always heard. So, so Destiny, um, you got a, a birthday cake, right? You got one year. Um, knowing what you know now and having this experience, if you could sit down with yourself with one day clean or one week clean, could you tell us what you would tell her? Shit. I listen to this podcast all the time, and I, like, think about, like, you know, people don't know what they're going to say whenever you ask that question, but I'm like, they probably heard this podcast before. And so had time to think about it. And, uh, you know, now that you're asking me, it's like, I don't know, I'm nervous. So, I mean, I, <laughs> um, I would probably tell her to, to keep coming back and uh, to take suggestions and to stop hanging out with old people, places and things. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.